going on, Pike? 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 What's up? What's up? What's Come up? on down. Nothing. I'm just sitting in a chair that is really closer to being a torture device than a chair. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll hear about that in a second. Let's start the damn show. Here we go. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. I mean, it was there. It was a little choppy, you know. It was pushing all the uh, a little engine power I've got in my PC, but we're here. Hi, Pike. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing all right. Um, currently a little uncomfortable. Uh, I'm in a chair that I uh, would would say it's closer to being a actual torture device than a chair because the back of it is like angled in a way where unless I was to sit like back like like this. Yeah, it's like a fucking metal plate driving into my spine. <laughs> it's just not, it's not the most comfortable chair, but it's the one I've got, and I'm happy to have it. <laughs> so I'm not going to complain. Can I see it? Show it. Show it to the camera. Let's oh, take a look. It's here. Like a, if you went to your grandpa's graduation ceremony, this yeah. is probably what you would have said. Yeah. Your grandfather's graduation ceremony. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know that one. Sure. Yep. Look at that mm -hmm. angle. Who's going to sit like that? No one sits at that angle. That is, you know what it is? That's a chair for, uh, like, guests that you don't want to be in your house for a very long time. So. Exactly. They're like, it hey, won't be I, long. I'll get you a chair. Yeah, hold on. Let me go get it. And you look at it, you're like, oh, I'm welcome, but not very welcome. You know, like. Uh, no, thanks. I'm going to actually just lay on the floor because that's more comfortable. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, I'd rather stand. Thanks. Appreciate it. Because I don't plan on being here for very much longer. This is why. Did your father-in-law give you that chair? Yeah, that's definitely a father-in-law chair for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm sitting AC Slater style because it's yeah. definitely more comfortable. And let me ask you, your father-in-law gave you that chair because you're staying with him right now, right? I mean, that's. Yeah, he's in the room next uh, down there. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, I got a chair for you, Pike, here. And this is like a little subtle hint. like, don't you think about staying too long, you son of a bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Man. <laughs> I know. I, I I worry that that's what he wants. Because like he's a, and he could probably hear me, but he he's like a, he's a military guy, you know, kind of a classic military guy. And here's yeah. his daughter, his only daughter who married this guy who's going to live with him for a week or two. And meanwhile, I'm like doing podcasts. I'm, you know, recording, like I had to record a rap verse for my band today. So it's just like, <laughs> it's a lot of dicking around. <laughs> I just don't know if that's like what he imagined his wife being married to. Yeah. He wants his, or not his wife, your wife, his daughter. He wants his daughter married to like, a CPA or or a military guy or someone who it. has yeah their life together and what do you get you get Pike Taylor everyone this yeah you get you get you Boy. get Rain Man Chitterson is who we get we get the guy who drags a tarp out in order to beat the bag so that's this guy not here though I promise you that. Yeah, don't, don't, or else you're going to end up in the tarp, rolled up, <laughs> buried in his backyard for sure. Well, welcome to the show. Yes. 
I'm Sparks. You follow me on all social media at Sparks Radio. Uh, this is the Sparks Show. That right there is the one and only. I mean, the legend, the legend himself at Pike Taylor Radio. What a guy, huh? Uh, he's just, it. Re- just he's, stop it. he's a great man. He is a great man. Uh, look, if it's your first time here, thanks so much for being a part of it. Hit subscribe, hit the bell, hit the thumbs up, hit the follow, hit the comment. Call your mother, write the president, join a religion, whatever you got to do in order to support this goddamn show. Please do it. We really appreciate all the help. And I got to plug this real quick because it's going down tomorrow, Pike. Wow, finally. Okay. (laughs) The giveaway. Of 2020. And I'm going to say that because it's the only one we're doing this year because it's November. Uh, this is the Uproar 2010 Tour Drumhead signed by a bunch of bands. It's nicely framed. You can see. Look at the thickness. I know you're a girth guy. So look. Look at that. Yeah. Not bad, wow, right? That's plenty. That's plenty. Not bad. You wouldn't want. You wouldn't want much more than that. People, people are a fan of the back. They're like, hey, man, show me that back. Show me the back of it. I was like, all right, oh, yeah. take a gander. Look at this. Boom. What do you do with that wire? Is that where you hang it on a nail? Boom. Hang it. Look, fully supported by that wire. No big deal. Uh, beautifully framed. It's got little guitar inlay things on there. It's cool, man. It's signed by a bunch of bands. I know Hailstorm signed it. I know Hell Yeah signed it. So that means Vinnie Paul, RIP. Uh, he signed this. Chad Gray signed it. Dan Donegan from Disturbed signed it. And I don't know who else signed it. So a bunch of them. But the bands on the tour were Disturbed, Avenged Sevenfold, Stone Sour, Hell Yeah, Hailstorm, Hail the Villain, and a bunch more. And a bunch of people signed it. So if you want this on your wall, go to sparksradio.com slash win. Because you got limited time because I'm giving the damn thing out tomorrow. You get that on your wall, people will be saying... You know, wow, is this Brad's house or is this the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Because I can't tell. You know what? The Rock Hall is down the street from me here in Cleveland. Maybe I should just say, go fuck yourself to the committee and go take it to the Rock Hall myself. (laughs) Be like, hey, you guys want a little prize possession? All right. Don't God say it too right loud. Here. They'll come and get it. Yeah, that's right. It. I know. The, the Rock Hall police will be knocking on the old global headquarters here. <laughs> exactly. Sir, we're here to confiscate you know here memorabilia. For. Yeah, we. you know why we're knocking. Shit. <laughs> yeah. The Rock Hall committee. You know. Yeah. Whoever the hell this committee is that keeps stiff and rage against the machine from getting into the rock and roll hall of fame what's that about what what's that about? they're still not no bro no why would it's that be right. they've let they've, they've started to let like other genres into the rock and roll hall of fame well i believe yeah. rap belongs in the rock hall right here we go oh, we're I, gonna get in the whole thing now no i, I believe it too but i, I just well, are they just too new because they're what what's no. the most recent band that's been let in How, like what's the criteria it's 25 years. You have to, it has it to, okay. yeah, yeah, it's 25 years. So Rage is so, there. Rage is, Rage was eligible, eligible, uh, I think two years ago, maybe last year. They've been up for it, but they didn't get in. But Nine Inch Nails just got in, so congrats to them. Love me some Nine Inch Nails. BC Boys are in. That's always fun. 
Maybe I should go to the Rock Hall one of these days, post-pandemic. Yeah, man. That sounds like a good, good You wouldn't idea. go? I feel like a museum's safe. No. I, now, during the pandemic? No, I'm not going now. I don't do anything now. I don't go anywhere. I, I don't do you anything. Don't. You know. You're very safe. You got to be careful, man. You're traveling. Uh, I'll talk to you after the show. I'm going to act like your mother, okay? I'm going to be acting. Please. Yeah. By the way, Sam Adams, I'm drinking out of your glass. It's just water, but advertise on this show, would you? That'd be oh. great. <laughs> Sam Adams. You're not as much... You're not as much of like my mom as you say then. Ah, that's the saddest, yet ah. funniest joke I've heard in a very long time, Pike. <laughs> no, no, she's sober now, but. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh, no. Um, I feel like we need like a, like a truth bomb on that one, but I can only find the Japan alert. <laughs> We'll That's take appropriate. it. Yeah. She's yeah, Japanese. Yeah. Sure. All right. So are you ready to talk about the show today, Pike? Another for this lollygagging. Okay. Okay. Do you want to do, because I wrote down this coming up here. We're going on a little vacation. I, I, you know, I don't say vacation because I'm going to be working my ass off while you're touring around the country. I don't know. Again. Gallivanting. I don't know what you're doing over, or, you know, there now in Florida. Oh. Just dicking around, really. Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, I'm going to hang out with my boys in Tennessee or some shit. I'm like, all right, you know, take a week off, <laughs> call it Thanksgiving, whatever. I'm going to be here slaving away in the global headquarters, making this show the greatest I possibly can. Now, while you're dicking around with the boys, okay, just know that this guy is going to be putting out some fine product. That you are going to ride Please on. Do. Yeah. yeah, I know. Now, oh, before, I I get, know. before I get to all that, we have this show today. And we can do the news that matters first, or we can go into... I wrote this whole thing. I did research today. It took me like four hours to figure this out. Because we, we have to talk about what we're grateful for, because it's Thanksgiving. And then we have to... I wrote down, what's the history of Thanksgiving, and I titled it Why Thanksgiving is Bullshit, okay? And th so we can either get to Why Thanksgiving is Bullshit, or we can just jump right into the news that matters. So which one do you want to do first? I'm going to leave it up to you. Jeez, talk about fun news stories or a, a history lesson on thing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why you don't, don't we... don't it up like a history lesson. Come on, it's going to be fun. You're going to learn you things. The, you said you did research <laughs> On the history of Thanksgiving, we all know the story. But no, why don't no, you think you know the story? You think you know the story? You don't know the story. I got the story. All right, I'm gonna give you a chance because I kind of like you, but I got a feeling that's gonna suck. So why don't we start with the news that matters? Jesus Christ, man! Yes, this is the news don't that ask. matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy. You shouldn't have asked. Pike Taylor emerges from the smoke yet again. That's my favorite. <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> Ta-da. Yeah. It's like you just performed a magic trick. Uh, all right. So news that matters because simply because Pike has zero faith in me. All right. That's fine. Dude. Not so much you. It's just faith in the Thanksgiving story being entertaining. That's what I don't have. Well, 
you're a horrible person, but you're better than this person in New York City. Can I show you a rapper that jumped on top of a food truck and then jumped on top of a bus with a flamethrower? Yes, please. Cool, let's check it out. That's what happened. There he goes, he jumps over. Oh, what a leap. Now he's on top of a bus. What? That's a straight up flamethrower, bro. Flamethrower. Look at that. Whoa, they slow it down too, dramatic fashion. Look at that, that's like a 20 foot flame coming off that thing. That is a full bus filled with passengers, civilians, and this dude is on top just shooting a flamethrower. Pretty dope. If you're listening to this show and you want to see it, make sure you go to uh, youtube.com slash sparks radio. Uh, you could see the video right there. I got it. I got it pulled up. Pretty dope, right? I mean, this guy, he it's unbelievable. shot a flamethrower in New York City. The, the cops, look at this. Isn't this such a cop thing to do? They're like, hey, look, this isn't safe. <laughs> Thanks. We know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They, uh, they put it up on their their Twitter or whatever, showing like how unsafe New York City's becoming. And the guy, they interviewed him. He's a rapper. And he goes by the name of Dupree G-O-D, which is, uh, I don't know what G-O-D stands for, but I feel like he's alluding to God. But um, he said he did it all for the art, and he was, a, he was filming a video paying tribute to to Wu-Tang Clan. So you know what? This guy wasn't doing any... This guy's not a terrorist or something. He didn't lose his mind. He said he, quote, did it all for the art, man. You know? Well, then by all means. And he didn't light anyone up. He very well could have torched that whole bus, killing dozens of people. Yes. But he didn't. It was art. It was art, man. I don't even know how they got this camera angle. That's the most badass camera angle I've seen. Look at that camera angle. What are we, is it a drone shot? I don't know what's going on here. That is amazing. Is that something that we're supposed to be owning, civilians? This flamethrower that throws up fire for 30 feet? You know what? I want to live in America where you can just own a flamethrower. That's, that's the America I want to live in. I don't know about you. Oh, I'm the same way because... When the government decides to, you know, get out of hand, that's we right, need baby. to have flamethrowers. Fuck yes. You need to light some people on fire. I mean, sometimes things get out of control. And the only way to get them back under control is to go more out of control. Right. Otherwise, it's just pure tyranny. And we can't have it. That's right. That's right. People ask me all the time. Hey, Sparks, how do you feel about gun control? And I'm like, let me let me flip that on you, okay? Let me take that question and then just reverse it. What do you? How do you feel about flamethrower control? Because that's really the question we should all be asking. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. oh, you're for gun control? Oh, you're against gun control? That's cute. We've already been down that road 9,000 times. <laughs> you know what I want? I want to be able to cook my Canadian bacon 35 feet in the air, okay? And that is freedom. That's freedom that even Canadians can experience. Preach. Thank you. I want to be Nobody able to roast a marshmallow 65 feet away if I damn well please. And you should. Nobody wants to have those hard conversations, though. No. 
No. Everyone's a pussy these days. Yeah. It's like, God, geez. Okay. We get it. <sighs> yes. People love automatic weapons. Blah, blah, blah. We got it. NRA this. School shootings that. Oh, da, 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 da. You know what we don't have? Flamethrower crimes. Until now. Let's bring in the conversation. Time to bring it in. Okay? We get it. I'm confused now. Are you are you arguing uh, for flamethrower crimes? Like it sounds like you want more of those. Here's what I want, Pike. I want to outlaw all weapons. Okay, which I know the Second Amendment uh, members of the committee that love the Second Amendment, which trust me, I guarantee is the majority. Okay, that's fine. I want to outlaw. I want to take all your guns away. But in exchange for all your guns, I'm gonna give you. Flamethrowers. I'm going to just replace them all with flamethrowers. Just swap. Okay, say you got a big gun, you get a big flamethrower. You have a tiny gun, I give you a tiny little, like, like you light birthday candles type flamethrower. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. I like that because there's at least like a, a limit to the range of a, a flamethrower. Yes. Like you can't walk into a building and wipe out 100 people. No. In, in a minute. Yeah. Could you defend your home? With a flamethrower. If all they've got is also a flamethrower, I feel like it's, a, yes, possible. I mean, I feel like we need more flamethrower fights. I mean, I think that's just where I, I'm i coming from. I feel like we should have, I mean, if you think about it, drive-by flamethrowing, not as not as easy. I mean, that's you got to get pretty close to your target. You know what I mean? Right. And you, and you know how fire works. Like, if you can kind, you can run through it. You kind of got to keep it on them for a minute Dude, to actually do any damage. Now you got people, Americans, working on their cardio. They're now getting skinnier. We're now improving the health of this nation. Because they know if a dude walks in with a flamethrower, you can snap, drop, and roll. You can run right through it. You can duck. You know what I mean? You got to be agile. Fat people, they, they burn easier, too. I don't know if you know that. They have all that. The fat, fat yeah, burns. Fat, fat works as like uh, Tinder, basically. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, that shit lights right up. Mm. Boom. Nobody talks about the obese community, uh, community and how easy they are to burn alive. I mean, that is a real, that's a real safety hazard in our post-gun world, Pike. You, and you see it every day. You do. But no, nobody talks about it. Well, you will. You will see it every day when I take all the guns away from people and I replace it with flamethrowers. I feel like that's a happy medium for everybody. You know Second what? Amendment people, gun right or uh, gun control people. Yeah, that's perfect. I think we just right solved the, the gun problem in America. I think we just solved it. Well, you know what? Why don't you send an email off and see if we can't get that done? You know what? I'm not even going to take credit that we just solved it. You know who did solve it? Dupree G-O-D, <laughs> baby. <laughs> And if you don't Love think him. art imitates life, ask, ask Dupree G.O.D. Because shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan. None of this would have been possible without you. And as they say, Wu-Tang's for the children. And we're thinking about the future right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's great. So there you go. That's uh, that's my first News That Matters story. What you got? Thank you, Dupree. I have uh, an interesting story out of the Vatican. The Pope is on because it was discovered the Instagram account belonging to Pope Francis 
liked a photo of a scantily dressed Brazilian model. Seen it, love it, saw it, went to her account, checked it out, had to see it for myself. Okay. Do we just want to stop here with it then or what? <laughs> no, no, please go on. Tell me about tell me about the model. I just I I loved <laughs> I saw the story, I'm like, real who's the Pope? Who's the Pope? Like, what kind of lady's the Pope's lady? You know, isn't he from? He's from South America, isn't he? He's from Argentina yes. or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's kind of in the same neighborhood anyway. So he's an ass model. man. He's an ass man. If you if you love ladies from a South American country, I am one of those men. You got to be an ass man. I mean, this is how it goes. He is the ass man. Uh, yeah, he is. Because yes, she's. Obviously stunning. She's got two and a half million followers. So here's the funny thing, though, is uh, they're bl- they're blaming it on Instagram. They've launched an investigation into how it could have been liked because they're saying there's no way that this guy actually clicked like. He wasn't just, you know, suddenly horny and decided to <laughs> throw a like up. I've met, my fair share of priests. I've met my fair share of priests. And some of them I would describe as suddenly horny. I mean, that is definitely the exact way I could describe some of them. And I've never even met one, but I've read that, yes, they occasionally will get uh, very horny. Uncontro- one could say uncontrollably horny. <laughs> <laughs> That's the headline here. The Pope is uncontrollably horny. Is what it is. <laughs> uh, I mean, you kind of get where he's coming from, though. You ever, even as a married hey, yeah, man, like, I you get where on- he's coming from. I've seen some pictures yeah. this lady post. I told you I did some investigation. Right. Are you kidding me? But on social media, you you know that people can see what you like, right? It can pop up on their feed or whatever. Like, you kind of got to be careful what you're. Just throwing likes out there for because there's nothing more embarrassing if you were to like this photo. And, you know, she's got millions of followers, so I'm sure the photo has hundreds of thousands of likes. But if one of your friends sees it, you know it's going to say Sparks and 300 other thousand people like this photo. And you're going to look like the horniest guy. Maybe the second horniest only behind Pope Francis. Pope Frankie P. Now, let me ask you this. They're launching an investigation, the Catholic Church, into this? Yeah, they got to figure because it wasn't See, him. you know what? Fuck this, dude. Okay, this is insane. They're launching an investigation into an Instagram model's ass faster than they launched an investigation into priests molesting children. This is what's wrong with the church. <laughs> yeah, they don't care about that. Yeah, dude, they're like, they're like look, uh, I don't know. We're doing some real heinous things here. But you know what's worse? You know what's more heinous? An anus. And let's go investigate this ladies right now because, my God. Now, I don't know if they're actually looking into the actual anus portion. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's more the in- Instagram in their operation. I saw her post on her Instagram because I saw the story and it's amazing. I saw her post on her Instagram. She goes, well, at least I know I'm not going to hell. <laughs> and then she like posted yeah. a picture of like who liked your photo. I was like, wow. wow if you're her, is- you, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta. Oh my gotta God. Are you kidding me? By the way, I'm, I'm a big fan of this Pope. I like this Pope. Oh yeah. This is the best Pope. <sighs> the best Pope of my life, man. 
my third pope. Maybe fourth. I think it was my third. My third. It's, it's your third pope, too. Uh, you're not that much younger than Otis? I am. Yeah. yeah. I don't claim uh, to have any popes. So. Uh, yeah, you do. There's only one, bro. And that's the world's pope. What the fuck? You for that's me. it. Huh? I, I, don't, I don't even get like what the pope does. Uh, what, I'll what tell you it? what the pope does. Surfs okay. Instagram looking for some thick asses. I mean, that's what he's doing right now. I mean, <laughs> it's, yep. a pa- it's a pandemic. He can't hold mass. So he's going to hold ass. <laughs> All right. What are you right. doing? What are you, what's, I'm, just, I'm just. You're like adding sound effects here. I know. I thought we were kind of yucking it up. Is the pope, the pope? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Is the pope. Slurping? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, it's him scrolling. He's just thirsty. It's you know, just a dog looking to eat. He's putting ass in mass, baby. That's right. Take me to church. Bless them cheeks, baby. Bless them cheeks. I I swear to God, if the Pope ever said bless them cheeks. All right, I'm writing this down. I'm writing down. I'm writing in the title of this episode. Bless them cheeks. That's really good. Yeah. Could you comfortably die if the Pope were to say that? Would you feel comfortable just ending your life right there? No. You kidding me? I never want to die. No. I disagree with the Pope on that. I don't think there's anything after this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. But you got to be pretty cool. You first. No way, dude. All I picture is the Pope whispering in my ears. Bless them cheeks. And I'd be like, Jesus Christ, get away from me, dude. Get away. You. Back off, bro. No, Nobody would ever believe you if he just walked up to you in a crowd and went, oh. hey, Sparks, bless them cheeks. <laughs> You'd be like, what? Did you hear that? I swear to God, this guy just came up and said, bless them cheeks. Oh, fun. Yeah, good old Pope. He is a good pope, though. I look, you know, as a as a Catholic, uh, if I call myself that, I guess once a Catholic, always Catholic. That's what Bruce Springsteen said. But um, <laughs> well, you know, it's gospel, then, yeah. Dude, are you kidding me? Bruce Springsteen's the best. Uh, he said, "Once a Catholic, always Catholic," because it just it's it's like uh, you know, it gets in your bones, man. It's in there. It lives in your head. It ruminates. You feel guilty for the things you enjoy in life. <laughs> that's how you know when you're, awesome. you're still Catholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, hey, you know that thing that's awesome? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to hell for it. Jesus Christ, what? Really? But at least you guys get to enjoy all the meats you'd like throughout the year, right? No. No? No, dude, Lent. You can't eat meat on Lent uh, on Fridays. Oh. Well, what the fuck? That doesn't sound so fun. <laughs> no, it's awful. It's, dude, I remember growing up, when I was a kid, I went to, uh, there's a ski club, you know, like ski and snowboard club, and on Friday nights we would go down, this is in Cleveland, we go down this place called Boston Mills and Brandywine. They were two just, basically they're hills, but they had ski lifts, and you go up and you go skiing, and whatever. And I remember I ordered the chicken nuggets for dinner, because it was a Friday evening after school, and I'm eating chicken nuggets. Halfway through my chicken nuggets, it hit me. Boom. Oh, no. 
it's Friday during Lent. And I wish there was like a, you know, a camera because it would have just like zoomed in like up on my eye. You know, it would have been just like it would have been like, you know, in my head. And then, you know, it would have went zoomed in on the nuggets and then zoomed in back on my face. And I'm like, what do I do if I eat these nuggets? I'm betraying God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All of a sudden. I was eating the devil nuggets, man. I was eating Satan's nuggets. All right, hold on. Bless them cheeks. Satan's nuggets. This is all going in the title. Uh, Yeah, dude. So I was eating Satan nuggets. So, Pike, what happens? Do I finish the nuggets and then go to hell? Or do I not eat the nuggets and be hungry for the rest of Ski Club that evening. What do, what, do, what do you think seventh grade Matt did or Sparks, whatever? What do you think I did? I would. Well, I would think you ate the rest of the nuggets. And then Is that what you would have done? Like a good, like a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you throw it up at the end. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, so the third. The third option is eating disorder, is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay. They're fine with that as long as you don't actually, you know, digest them. It's ju- it's not the eating; it's the nutrients actually sustaining life in my body, is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Uh, I did not did throw it up. I did not throw it up, but I did oh. eat the nuggets. Because here's my logic. My logic was, well, I've already eaten some. Of the devil nuggets. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, Satan's chicken is already living inside me. So it's just like uh, yeah, exactly. Like- it's like any any sin. Once you start, you might as well just enjoy it. <laughs> it's too late at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. The real hard part about <laughs> sinning is. The first initial hump. And then after that, you're like, well, I mean, we're here. Uh, and you just go all the do way. It. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we're already in the we're already in the strip club. I mean, I can already see what's happening. Uh, exactly. Might as well stay. It's all the same at this point. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, all right. All right. All right. So there you go. By the way, uh, if you want, if you want to see the girl that we're talking about, I'll link that uh, that girl's Instagram on in the show notes here. Okay, so let me write that. Uh, good down. idea. Hope ass girl. Insta. All right, so check that out if you want to see it. It's in the show notes or the description. It's there, so go and see it for yourself. Uh, my second news story, Pike, uh, comes from England. And I don't know if you've ever been. Have you ever traveled abroad? I was in the Bahamas. Okay, that's a, that, that's another country. You get a different vibe there, right? Than than the United States, than even Miami or, uh, you know, a tropical yeah, place of. in the United States. It feels like a different but country. It does. Yeah, it's far different from England or wherever. So, yes. No, I, I haven't been. I haven't been that far. No. Okay. Have well, you? Yes, I have. And let me just say, the British people, I mean, they're lovely people. The Brits are, I, I enjoy the Brits quite a bit. 
there's not a lot of people I don't enjoy, to be honest. I like a lot of them. However, no. the English are known for uh, suffering in silence, stoicism. Uh, they're not known to be lively and uh, 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 what's the what's the word? They're not known for flamboyance. Does that make sense? Like a yeah, friend, yeah. the French would be flamboyant. Uh, the Spanish would be more flamboyant. Uh, you get up that far north, and people are like, oh, "Okay, better hurry along. Gotta go into go into my home here because it's starting to rain." You know, like that kind of shit. That's who they are. Hey, which ones are the ones that go, "Hello, Gavna"? <laughs> that's yeah. That's also the Brits. Well, that's not fairly flamboyant. No, that's like they're drunk and they're. Their Cockney accent. That's all they are. So, the Brits, pretty okay. reserved human beings. All right. Yeah. So when I read I this picture, show, the people standing there with like the tall fuzzy hat guarding this. There you people. go. That's what yeah. that's what every British person looks like on the inside. It's like a Russian nesting doll. On the outside is a normal person. On the inside is a British guard. And the inside of that is a person screaming and losing their mind. That's who they are. Um, I don't want to offend, but I'm miserable like that. Now, when I read this story about this lady who went to, they live in like some small English town. She and her daughter and their grandson went to London for a week or two. Okay. The husband was left at home by himself. And he goes... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to paint the house like one of those houses we saw in Portugal. You know how nice that would be? We're just going to do it. So when the wife came home, she saw her house painted in a thousand, not a thousand, but like seven to eight different colors. We have bright orange, turquoise, neon pink, green, yellow, red, he painted the uh, the whole thing like a pattern, like a checkered pattern, the whole thing. And then it ended up being uh, a surprise for his wife. I'm going to try to bring up the, the website here so you can see it. So I can show you what the house looks like. Okay, I'm, I'm imagining it. I mean, that's just like a absolute uh, fucking garage sale of colors. <laughs> There's no way yeah. it's good. When he when he uh, went to go pick out the colors, they were like, okay, which one? He goes, all of these. <laughs> they were like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute, what? They thought it was Are a huge sure? joke. Yeah, the huge joke. Anyway, they he painted it to represent the houses that he saw when they were on holiday in Portugal. So when she came home, she was like, what in the hell? And he did it. And now, guess what, Pike? What? She absolutely loves it. Here is the house. I'm showing you what their house looks like. You can tell which one they live in because every other house is painted this really sad, depressing gray color. And their house looks like a child's daycare daycare center uh, threw up on all the walls. I thought we were talking about the inside of the house. This is the out. What? This is the outside outside of the house. And it's and it's like a townhome. You know, this is like connected to other houses. This looks absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, they share a wall with everybody on the outside. What it? 
What an idiot. Why didn't he just <laughs> stay home? <laughs> Wife and kid leave town. Why don't you just stay home and just jerk off the whole time like a normal husband? <laughs> you got to get all crazy and paint the house. Yeah, look at it, dude. It's all, I don't know, man. It's all kind of wonky here. You know what, though? She said she loves it. No. No, it's growing on her. So, I, dude, I have no idea. Anyway, that's my second news that matters. Some guy painted a house. <laughs> yeah, when you when you say it like that, what a hell of a story you brought to the table. Man paints house. All right. All right. Let's see if I can, see if I can outdo that one. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, Tennessee mayor not requiring COVID masks. Jesus Christ, this is where you're going. You're going to Tennessee, <laughs> dude. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, this Look. is like a little ho- a podunk whatever town on the Alabama border. This this mayor. Oh yeah. The reason he's not requiring masks is he refuses to do so until the Holy Spirit tells him to. Oh, he's and- one of these. Actually, oh, a man in power, even though a mayor, I, I don't think, has too much power. But he uh, is refusing to because obviously the Holy Spirit has not moved him to do so yet right. until then. And, and the funny thing is this guy, you think he's just this anti-science religious guy. No, he is actually a tr- trained veterinarian. Like He has a degree in science. Yeah. And he a- admits masks work, but he will not mandate them. Until the Holy Spirit, which is, uh, from my understanding, God in like just a di- in like a in the gas form, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like matter has three different fi- forms. <laughs> in, the, in the gas form. That's the funniest way I've ever heard it. You're saying essentially guy, you're you're saying the Holy Spirit is God farts is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In the name of the Father, the Son, and God's gas. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So until that what that thing moves him, um, they're not going to have to wear masks. So, what do you want? You want to talk more about it? The whole thing saddens me. Like it really saddens me. It's just well, you're a big mask guy. Well, you don't you don't I'm, even need a mask because you don't leave we, the house. Well, I do leave the house, but I try not to. I mean, it's, it kills me. I don't want anyone to think that. Oh, he's just an indoor guy. No, no, I'm not. I love outside. I I went outside today. I took my kids um, for a walk in a park, but there was nobody else there because you know. Everybody else has jobs, <laughs> so it was just it was just us, luckily. But um, but yeah, no, I still go out there. I still get out. You got to get some fresh. I love being outside. I love the you know. But I'm not I'm not a big mask guy. I'm a big science guy. So if science came out and said, "Hey, uh, masks are the worst thing you could do right now," I'd be like, you know what? Fuck masks. It's not gonna. But they're not. Science is saying. These masks are pretty much what we got right now. Like, yeah, everyone should just mask up. Uh, there was a study, I think it was done by Columbia, which uh, when, when you hear that, it means that they're smarter than you and me. Uh, they said that if we implemented masks earlier, just implemented masks earlier, 80,000 people would be alive. 
80,000 people, Pike. I don't look too into those numbers because how the hell do they know that number? I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it would have helped, but. I'll tell you how they, they know. Math. These are things that scientists use. Math, statistics, data, research. I just, I hate anyone who is anti-science because science is unbiased. Science doesn't care. See, a lot of people, I don't know when this happened. I have no idea. But you have two things. You have facts and you have opinions. And what happens is facts are supposed to form your opinion. And in 2020, something fucked up happened. People's opinions started warping facts. They're like, well, I don't believe in that because I don't agree with it. Well, like, it doesn't work. That, it doesn't work that way. It's a fact. Yeah. Two plus two equals four. I don't care how you feel about it. It's just how it is. <laughs> Start getting your wrap your head around it because you can't deny it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. This is how it is. Just I just want to shake people. You know what I mean? Like it it doesn't work like that. I don't care if you don't like it. There's a lot of things that are true that I hate. A lot of things that are true that I hate. Like my face. But I have to live with it every day. Look at it. I'm looking at it right now and it bothers me. <laughs> it's a fine face. We've been over this. My what, point where, is this. Where, where are you at? Oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, just, you know, yeah, science, but also Holy Spirit. It's like, dude, if you want to believe in the Holy Spirit, fine. But like you, the argument going back and forth, the Holy Spirit didn't tell you to. It's like, well, God works in mysterious ways. I mean, you could, you could pull a billion different Bible quotes out. There's probably not a billion, but you can pull out millions of Bible quotes that tell you exactly what they're like, well, God works in mysterious ways. God is everywhere. Maybe God has already told you. Maybe the Holy Spirit has already told you to wear masks. Maybe God told scientists to tell you. Maybe the God gave, came down and gave the intelligence to the research scientists about masks and saying how they work and did it. God also kind of said, thou shall not kill. And also said that there's something called the sin of omission, which means if you know something and then don't do it, even though you know the right answer, that is also a sin. See how you can just warp whatever you want with a religion? You can do whatever you want with a religion. And people fall into this nonsense. Not saying religion is nonsense. People fall into the nonsense of the spin cycle coming from a different viewpoint. And people have agendas. Doesn't matter if they're a, a preacher or a politician, there's an agenda there behind their message. You know who doesn't have an agenda? Research and science. This is the whole point. This is the whole point of it. Okay. I don't know what, why. What? Well, what? So heated. What about a, a hell of a rant? Hell of a rant. What about Bill Gates? Doesn't he want to? Uh, oh, he for have fuck's sake! Here we go. All right. Hey, listen. I'm just being. Uh, no, no, spirits. no. Yeah, Bill Gates is a he's a pedophile trying to get more money, and he. So he uh, he's he invented a virus so that he can yes. infect the whole world so he can invent a vaccine so he can make billions of dollars. Uh, right. T totally negating the fact that he's already cured viruses from vaccines that he's given out for free, spending his own money already like he's already 
He's already like solving world problems for no dollars. Like he's already inventing things. So uh, he's eradicating malaria in Africa. And guess how much money he's made from that? Zero fucking dollars. And here's why. He has all the money. He's already got it all. It's not you a... Got a you got some, yeah. This is not, it's not a scheme. Anybody, again, anyone who's telling you this bullshit has an agenda behind it. It's just, they, are, they already have... It's just like, God, dude, I hate conspiracy theorists. I hate them. I think that every single one... I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. They're fun because they're so stupid. Just like... Well, some are... But you're right. When they're just stupid, like, you know, um, fuck it, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Avril Lavigne. Like, you know, that's not hurting anybody. Like, go ahead and believe that if you want. Wait, but what's this other shit? Avril Lavigne? Yeah, people think she died and then, like, <laughs> a, a second version of her came back. She kind of disappeared for a while. And people have photos. And it does look like it's a different person. Like somebody is now in the role of Avril Lavigne because she died. It's it's somewhat credible. It's not credible. Why would anyone <laughs> want to double Avril Lavigne? Someone's like, Avril Lavigne died. What are we going to do? Bro, the world cannot go on without Avril Lavigne. <laughs> if I know one thing, bro, it's this world will not survive no. if people find out Avril Lavigne is no longer on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's possible though you got to admit it's, it's not no no again no i'm not Maybe. leaving a window open i'm not leaving the slightest crack it's not possible ever levine is very much the same and alive as she has been she, period uh does have some really good music tupac was, is dead elvis is died. dead praise the baby jesus ever levine still with us also, okay. QAnon is bullshit. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese doesn't replace their pizza with just extra slices laying around to form a new pizza. That's my favorite <laughs> one, the Chuck E. Cheese I pizza slip. <laughs> yeah. Birds birds are real. That's another fucking conspiracy theory that birds aren't that, real. That's wild. You haven't I heard that even, one? I don't even need to hear more. That's just a fucking crazy sense dude google birds aren't real and then welcome to just the spiral vortex of what the <laughs> fuck is on the internet and you're just going oh, down dude. dude birds aren't real uh that's another one okay you got flat earthers this is another one that one's real though um yeah you got a bunch of them what about uh the 9-11 inside job yeah uh Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. These fucking people, like, dude, just oh, yeah? the dumbest people are always the people who think they're the smartest. That's just how it is. A sign of intelligence, and I'm not kidding, a sign of intelligence is knowing how dumb you are, knowing that your limited capacity in a subject, I'm not saying you're stupid all around, because there's a lot of those people. I'm not talking about you specifically, Pike. I'm talking to the committee. You could be highly intelligent in one area and be a fucking moron in another. That's how life works. You know? Yeah. I, 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 I would it. love I, to yeah. see Einstein weld something. I guarantee he would be shitty at it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. 
I, we all we've all known somebody who is, thinks they're so smart. So in any subject, they they have to fucking pretend like they know what they're talking about, and it's so painful because you know they don't. It's just like just shut up. Yeah. Just fucking say you don't know about tennis. That's fine. You know, just. just Anyway, that's where I'm at on it. That's good. It cut out right at the end, but I agree with yep. what you're saying. Yeah. That's the thing about experts. They know how smart they are in a subject. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're they an expert. So they know. But if you don't know anything in the area, you have no idea just how dumb you are in that area. There's... there's it's, Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's it's a it's like a crazy phenomenon. What is are you it? Looking up the, are you looking up the birds? No. What are you looking up? It's the Dunning Kruger effect. I couldn't remember it because I'm an idiot. So okay. they, there's researchers that have done this, uh, like people who think that they're really smart in an area and really confident in an area. It's called the Dunning Kruger effect, and it's it's crazy because the people who think that they're really, really smart at something. It's crazy because the only people who think they're really intelligent and knowledgeable on a subject are either the experts who have done this their whole life and this is their actual profession and they're an honest-to-God expert in a certain area, or the complete opposite, the absolute fucking moron that has just scraped the tiny little sliver, the top shred of the iceberg... And goes, oh, that's it. I know string theory now. It's easy. You know what I mean? And then they think they know everything. And then really, they're the biggest morons on the planet. Like, you have to be, you cannot, like, the confidence level between both of them are equal. The expert and the complete moron. They think that they know the exact amount, which is terrifying. So you have to know that you are not knowledgeable you have to know that you are dumb and this goes for me too but at least i'm aware of the dunning kruger effect like oh you know what i probably am too stupid to weigh in on this subject yeah. you know yeah it's a biggest sign of intelligence for me is like self-awareness just in general not even about being smart about things but just knowing that you're like okay i'm being a douche or i shouldn't do this because people are going to think that's stupid or you know just having the fucking sense of mind to, to know what other people are thinking about what you're doing. Yes. Some people just, it, it, yes. God bless them. They just live their life with fucking, I, I don't get it, how they can go to bed and not, because I have anxiety about you know, shit I said to go. And it's like, God damn, that was stupid. Why, why would you say that? Meanwhile, there's other people out here just saying the most ridiculous shit. And just like, doo, 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 going to bed and waking up and do it again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, because they're fucking idiots, Pike. I know. They're I know morons. It really is. Dude, it's a it's a problem. And it's really kind of showing its ugly face. And trust me, they're usually very ugly. Ugly face here in the last year. When it mm -hmm. took, when when a, a science became a political matter and you're like, wait a minute, what? What, what just happened? I remember they're like, uh, what was what was the thing? I can't remember who even said it. Someone's like, oh, but that's not a true fact, or that fact isn't true. And they're like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> what? That's 
and they literally said, but that fact isn't true. And it's like, but that's the definition of a fact, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a fact because it is true. Oh, man. Uh, I digress because we have no time for this, Pike. We have to get in to Thanksgiving history. Are you ready for this? Oh, good. Yeah. I've been waiting. What a segue for Thanksgiving history. Dude, I spent four hours researching this. All right, today. This took me a long time. I did a lot of reading. And then you go on, you know, you go down all these websites and then you're like, why am I, why am I reading about this guy? You know, we're, we're, I got to get back to Thanksgiving. You know, I'm like clicking around. Well, yeah. I'm learning about governors of Plymouth rock and shit and you're like think about this yeah it's gonna ruin this episode of our podcast but how many fun facts are you gonna have at the day next thursday (laughs) great way to put it pike all right are we ready (laughs) and yes and you can even use this line while you're out or sitting at thanksgiving be like hey guys want to know why thanksgiving's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) See, I, I don't even need these facts. I have a interesting factoid about what makes you sleepy in a turkey. And that's one I like to use. I'll tell you later at the end of the episode if we have time. All right. I think they've proven that incorrect. Uh, okay. We'll, I'll, we'll talk about it later, but I'll ruin that fact. Never mind. Too. <laughs> Look, and I'm not saying I'm an expert. So if you think I've messed this up, by all means, call me out on it. Be like, Sparks, you're you're one of these fucking idiots that think you're smart. And I I really don't. All right. Are you ready? Pike. And I was kidding about the factoid. I'm, everyone else says that. It's really stupid. It Stop is. It. It, is. It, it is. It is. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Oh, at the end of the episode. All right. Here we go. Thanksgiving truth. Pike, do you want to know why what we know about Thanksgiving is kind of bullshit? Why is that? Do you, first of all, tell me what you think, thanks. Why do we celebrate Thanksgiving? Go. Oh, I think it was the pilgrims. They were looking, they had just landed and they're like, well, we got to eat. And the Native Americans were there uh, currently already. And so they were welcoming the pilgrims with a nice meal. Uh huh. So it's like four, it's like four staples. You got pilgrims. You got food, you got Native Americans, and they were like like a celebration. I mean, that's kind of what everyone is taught in school in the United States. Those four things, right? Yeah. I agree with you. I and don't think... Many, what do you got? How many, how many people are we talking about here? Because like the way I'm imagining it, it's like six pilgrims and then like four Native Americans. But that doesn't make a lot of sense. <sighs> no. No. Let me tell you what's going on about Thanksgiving. You're talking about the one in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Okay, that happened in 1620. 1621, actually. They landed in 1620. They planted, the first harvest came about in 1621. So that's when they were celebrating their first harvest. And the reason why they're celebrating their first harvest is because the Native Americans kept them alive during the first winter where they're like holy shit it is fucking cold in massachusetts here people whoa (laughs) did i underestimate how cold the new world was whoa (laughs) the wind coming off of the cape cod there 
Dude, I tell you, I don't know if that was Boston or Canadian, but it's close. Doesn't matter. A little of everything. Yeah. yeah. Hey there, dude. I don't know why I said it like that, but you know, uh, don't you know? So look, you're not totally wrong, except for the whole Thanksgiving part, because the first Thanksgiving actually took place in 1619 in Virginia, Pike. Okay. Yes. This one doesn't get the pub it deserves. This one is well documented. This one, because it came from a ship. It was 38 British settlers. They landed there and they were like, oh my God. Literally, oh my God, we fucking made it. We made it across the ocean. (laughs) 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 Woo! Oh God, you know what? We should say big thanks to the big guy for getting us across that ocean, dude. We gotta write this down, okay? Every year from now on, (laughs) giving thanks. Cause this shit is awesome. That was that was it in 1619. So that was the first Thanksgiving. It actually happened in Virginia. There's a little bit of a there's a little monument in Virginia dedicated to the first Thanksgiving. Not in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Very interesting. So it even happened with pilgrims, man. So when you're giving thanks to uh, Thanksgiving dinner to pilgrims, ah. British who were people. they again? What's weren't the British the pilgrims or who were the pilgrims? The pilgrims were Puritans, religious Puritans that came from some came from England, some came from the Netherlands. They were Dutch because you weren't allowed to go against the Church of England in uh, in the 1600s. So what they ended up doing is they moved to where they can get religious freedom. And then what they did was they go, oh, wait a minute. We don't have to go to the Netherlands. We can go to this new world over there. And then so they will left to go escape. And that's why we have religious freedom here. That was kind of like ingrained because that was a big that was a big part of it. So. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, uh, there's a bunch of conflicting stories about the pilgrims giving food to the Wamp... Oh, here we go. I'm going to mess up the tribe's name here. Wampanag. Wampanag? Wam... Wampanag. Wampanag? I'm going Wamp... Wampanag. Oh, it's got to be Wamp. I, I think it's Wamp. Wamp. Not a Wamp. Maybe they're Wamp, Wamp fans. Big George Michael fans. Wampanag. <laughs> Wampanag tribe. And their way of saying, holy shit, thank you for getting through the first winter. That was in 1621. The pilgrims had their first successful harvest and they gave food to the Wampanoag tribe. Now, here's the thing. The Wampanoag tribe, they're still around. There's not very many members of the Wampanoag tribe uh, around anymore. And that's because a lot of them died of disease, which they originally thought was smallpox that were given to them by the pilgrims. They later science is now saying that that's not true. So there, a lot of them died off. There was a, uh, an epidemic, how fitting, this time of year, uh, in 2020, I should say. So they gave them food. They survived this whole thing. And it's kind of like a nice story, like the story that we were taught in school. That's the, that's the Thanksgiving that we were taught. However, in 1623, Governor William Bradford, he actually planned the feast Okay, he's the governor. He's one of these religious Puritans that have come. He was English, then he went to the Netherlands, then he traveled here uh, to the colonies at the time. 1623, he was like, I love these guys. You guys are great. 
Peace, guys. Native tribe, the Wampanoag. You guys are great, okay? But by 1630, the Piqua tribe, the Piqua tribe, I guess, killed what they said, killed a white man. And then this dude led the pilgrims to burn down their villages. They burned people alive. They killed the Native Americans that weren't burned alive in the fires. Yeah, dude, this was... This was uh, seven years later. He's like, change of heart, guys. Thanksgiving is now about celebrate. This is real. This is what this guy did. He changed the meaning of Thanksgiving in 1630. He goes, Thanksgiving's no longer about giving thanks to the to the natives. Thanksgiving's about giving thanks to God because we won in a giant bloody victory against them. So it's now a commemoration to God that we killed Native Americans. What a flip of Thanksgiving that is, dude. That's fucking wild. Yeah, this is what they celebrated for the next 30 years. They were like, yeah, we killed Native Americans. Woohoo! And the first time they were like, we love you. Thank you for saving our lives. Like, what, what what a difference, dude. Yeah. A real ring around the rosy. So what eventually, because uh, as far as I know, that's not what we're celebrating like in 2020. So why did that change right. again? So it changed again. It changed a bunch of times. Okay. And this is what, this is why Thanksgiving, like uh, the narrative of Thanksgiving is kind of bullshit because it's been, it's been jockeyed around so many different times. What ended up happening was you have, each state has their own Thanksgiving celebration. It has their own like, okay, uh, we're going to celebrate it this time. We're going to celebrate it this time. We're going to celebrate it this time. They think the first one was celebrated in September, not even November. But it became a national holiday because of a political move. It was actually used as a political move. And it was actually created as a national holiday by Abraham Lincoln. And yeah, dude, it was it was pretty it was pitched to him as a way to unite families that were separated by the war, kind of like bring the familial unit back together because it happened in 1863. It's right in the middle of the Civil War. Guess who told Abe Lincoln like this? He's like someone. It was a lady. She was rallying for it. She's like, yo, Abe, bro. okay, some shit going on there. In the Mason Dixon line. This like it's all going down. All right. Real bad. It's not looking good. Um you know what we need. We need like a way to bring families together. So it kind of reminds me of twenty twenty when you have like P you know, if you have a family member that's like Trump is the devil and you got another family member that's like Trump is the is a, is the greatest ever, you know? So you have like Families being torn apart politically. That was happening in 1863. It just obviously was way worse than it is now. So this lady, her name is Sarah Josepha Hale. Sarah Josepha Hale wrote to Abraham Lincoln saying, yo, we need to we need to create a Thanksgiving. I mean, this is it. Fun fact as well. She's also the lady who wrote Mary had a little lamb. It's the same lady. Jesus Christ. All so gotta, comes full circle. Dude, Mary Had a Little Lamb was written by the lady who got Abe Lincoln to sign Thanksgiving a national holiday. So there it goes. It became a national holiday during the Civil War, 1863. 
it also got jockeyed around later on because of political reasons. Uh, like Lincoln made the last Thursday of November Thanksgiving. That's honest. Abe's like, it's always going to be on this day. Burr, 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 burr. And then the CEO of what would become Macy's, the department store, wrote FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, saying, hey, dude, shopping season's a little too small. Okay, we can't celebrate Christmas until we celebrate Thanksgiving. What if we move Thanksgiving up a week? And they did it. They moved Thanksgiving so the shopping season would be would be longer. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Macy's moved Thanksgiving. People were, again, separated politically by this. You had all the Democrats were like, it's going to boost us out of the Great Depression. It's a great idea. And then you had Republicans going... How dare you dishonor Abe Lincoln, you motherfuckers, right? And they were like, they were torn by this whole thing. Mm. And they called it, because it was FDR who did it, they called it Franksgiving. So you had families that were celebrating Thanksgiving on the third Thursday of November. Then you had other, like, people were like, this is bullshit. I'm sticking with my tradition. Celebrating on the fourth Thursday of November. It was just, dude, it was hilarious there for a couple of years in the four in the thirties and forties, and then eventually FDR goes, you know what? My bad. That was kind of fucked up. Let's move Thanksgiving back. <laughs> so Jesus. They moved it back. And uh Thanksgiving has been on the the last Thursday of the month ever since. So there you have it. That's the that's the background of Thanksgiving. So how does that feel? You know so much about Thanksgiving. Arguably well, more than anybody. I disagree. You know as much as I do now about Thanksgiving. I couldn't recite everything you just said. Ah, it's in the show notes on uh, on the pod, oh, on this okay. episode. Oh, great on sparksradio.com. Okay, you could just go ahead and read it all. I'll just put it all up there. Perfect. I was I wasn't taking notes. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, yeah. I mean, just the Mary had a little. Sorry to go back to that, but that that is maybe the the wildest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Dude, that lady was cool, man. She was one of the first authors in the United States, and she was against slavery. And we're talking pretty early on. She was against slavery, and she wrote the book. It was the it was one of the first books. First of all, it was one of the first books written by a woman, one of the first American female authors. And in it, it was talking about how slavery is bullshit. Not only because what you're doing to slaves is unchristian, but it also makes the slave owners unchristian so they're saying like it looks bad on you not only are you doing bad things you don't look good doing them you know what i mean it's not looking good for you either pal and one thing i wanted to bring up here real quick is my favorite thing in the world pike i mean and this is above my children and my wife and money and sex thanksgiving thanksgiving because i know that's what one of your favorites one of my favorite things in the world pike is you go to Google and you just type in a question, but you don't finish the question. And then what happens is it autofills. Google will autofill in based on how many other people have asked that question, right? I'm familiar, yeah. Okay, so I went to Google and I typed, is Thanksgiving? 
in Google, and I stopped. Are you ready to see what happened? Yes. Is Thanksgiving. The first one is, is Thanksgiving a holiday? People don't even know Thanksgiving is a holiday. That's the first question on Google. People ask, is Thanksgiving a holiday? They mean like a federal. They want to know if they have to work or not. It's a fucking holiday. I don't know how you don't know that Thanksgiving is a holiday. Number two. Is Thanksgiving capitalized? Okay, that's fine. I give that one a pass. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, is Thanksgiving racist? Which is like the funniest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my life because (laughs) people are so confused now on what is and isn't racist potentially. They have to Google it. 2020. (laughs) It's not... It's we, not for them to decide. It's like yeah. they just have to look. Hey, What's can, everyone? Have we? Agree? Yeah. <laughs> What's the general consensus on Thanksgiving yeah. being racist? Where are we at on this? That's uh, so fun. Nobody knows uh, anymore. We don't know. I don't. It's so great. Uh, number four is Thanksgiving in fall. Okay, so now we're just getting to fucking morons, right? I mean, this is just we're just we're <laughs> dipping into the dumbest territory of all time. <laughs> In fall. In fall. Is Thanksgiving in fall? (laughs) Oh, my God. Number six, is Thanksgiving always on a Thursday? Again, that's fair. I'm going to give that. That's fine. Is Thanksgiving the last Thursday of November? That's fair. Is Thanksgiving this year? Okay, this is so great, dude. This is amazing. Who does? Is Thanksgiving a fucking leap year? Do we get it every so often? It should be more, really. Yeah. And my favorite one on this list, it's two from the bottom, is is Thanksgiving before Halloween, which means <laughs> millions of people are searching to see what comes first, Halloween or Thanksgiving. This this is my point. We go back to the beginning of how dumb people are, Pike. This is just proving how stupid people are. It's a bunch of morons out there. You're right. It's a bunch of morons. Uh, Exactly. Uh, And last but not least, this is totally a pandemic search. It's is Thanksgiving canceled? (sighs) What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Pike? I'll be in Nashville. I'm driving across the country. I'll be in Nashville. Are you going to go out to eat? Are you going to go mingle? Well, I know you're going to just be disappointed, so I don't even want to share. You can tell the truth. This is all what it's about, man. I mean, we're going to stay, we're gonna, we're gonna stay safe. We're staying in a hotel. So uh, me and two friends, we might, I mean, we might grab a drink at a very empty, safe bar setting with masks. And uh, yeah, we're going to get up the next day and we're going to pack it up and drive uh, the rest of the way. Yeah, you're going you to like become a super spreader. Uh, the next day as you go out and you frequent these places and you, uh, you know, it's fine. It's just COVID's exploding across the United States and, uh, you refuse to protect thy brethren. That's just fine. That's the American way. That's okay. I'm not walking into packed bars. We're sitting down. There's nobody around. It just as likely, if not less likely to get it there than you are at 
a gas station or the grocery store. I, I feel like scientifically you're wrong. Um, and they've proven that. But uh, look, who am I to say? say? I that? just did a, I did a five-day road trip through a pandemic-riddled country, and I didn't get COVID. So uh, all I'm going to say is be safe. That's it. You know. And what are you going to do? you got to move. you you got to go get your stuff. I understand. You're right. moving to a place. Life happens. This is just, it's a shitty year, and you got to navigate it the best you can. And honestly, I think that's really the answer is you got to just do the best you can, man. And a, you got to eat. Yes. You got to eat. Yeah, man. That's what we're going to do. What are you going to do? Just uh, enjoy it with your family? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, nobody else is coming over, man. My brother's not coming over. He's not making it. He was, was going to come. They were going to come for Thanksgiving. They canceled. They're like, I just don't think it's smart. And I was like, I agree with you, man. I don't think it's smart. That's I think that playing it safe people, is the best way. People are having weddings and shit. I know it's bad, but it's just interesting to see how... And not the same page, which is obviously part of the problem. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a good one. Yes. So Thanksgiving for me is canceled. <laughs> I was the one who Googled that. That was me. I needed to find out. Is it racist or is it canceled? Yeah. Either way. Uh, no, no. We're going to still have Thanksgiving dinner, but it's just going to be, uh, you know, because I live here with my parents. So it's going to be this. So you know. too easy. Yeah, my actually my Thanksgiving comes before Halloween, so I I've already had it, unfortunately. Dude, that's how we should have done it this year. We should have had, we should have put celebrated all the holidays when they weren't like all core. Like we should have spread them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> Summer vacation should have happened in January. Spring break should have <laughs> happened in October. Spread them You're out. Saying that- you're saying this like we're in school or some shit. What do you mean summer vacation? Kids, kids are going on summer vacation. They're not in school. You know what oh, I mean? Kids, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're saying. Thanksgiving is going to be a look. Cases are going to go up after Thanksgiving. It's just how it is. People are going to get together. And cases are going to go up. That's just you know. All right, enough of this bullshit. Long ass episode. Hell of an app. Uh, my favorite portion was the lecture about Thanksgiving. I don't even know what we did before that. You said it was going to be boring. It was going to be a history lesson. And now you know the lady who wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb is the one who got Thanksgiving as a holiday in this country. That is badass. You're so lucky you had that interesting fact because that saved the whole thing. Otherwise, it was shit. But Mary Had a Little Lamb, girl, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Shout out. Her name is Sarah Josepha. Hale, I believe. I'm looking for her name right now. But there he goes. Yeah, Sarah Josepha Hale. Boom. <laughs> there you have it. Sarah, Sarah, butthole, Tara. <laughs> That's what they called her. <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ. That's it for the show. Thank you so much. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, especially after you just heard Sarah, Sarah, butthole, Tara. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, hit the thumbs up. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Follow that guy on all social media. Uh, if it if it's working, I don't know. It's not working right now. He's at Pie Taylor Radio on all social media. I don't know why it's not working. I don't know. This thing is all it's all wonky. 
At Pike Taylor on all social media. I'm at Sparks Radio on all social media. Hit the subscribe, thumbs up. There it goes. Just, you know, it got all wonky. That's it. Thank you so much. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Oh, wait, real quick. Pike, before you go. Okay. Uh, have a, uh, we're not going to see you for like a week or something, right? We're taking a break. So have yourself a great Thanksgiving in Tennessee. Uh, wear a mask because I do look out for your safety. Uh, and I do do not want you to get sick. It's a weird, th- weird virus. I, ma- I mask up. I do mask. I mask Love up. That's I'm, good. I'm a mask up. Thank you very much. And I hope you and your family enjoy uh, your, your time together. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to the committee. Stay safe. And we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. And then that's it. All right. See you later. Bye. All right, guys. Goodbye.